Yeah, look, it's um, obviously a great step to uh, get through the group uh, phase, but obviously uh, I always have high expectations and standards of the team, and um, <clears throat> I think overall we've done uh, very well, but uh, there's parts of the game that we can still do better, and, uh, and that's what we're working on. Thank you, Kush. And for player, Craig, how um, are you and your team is mentally and physically ready to play against Indonesia? Yeah, we're very ready. Um, you know, I think we set out our ambition at the start of the tournament as a, as a group and as a team. And, you know, we're very prepared for this next, next match. And we know that we can't take any game in this competition lightly. Thank you very much. So um, before I continue the next session, I would like to request for the photographer to leave the room, please. Thank you very much. So now I open the floor for questions. So to the lady. Yes. Hello, uh, Anna Harrington. Uh, Anna Harrington, Australian Associated Press. Um, Craig, uh, we know you didn't play the last game with that knee knock. Um, how is it? Are you fit to play and can you start and play a big percentage of this game? Yeah, so I'm training fully um, today. It's um, obviously one where we took the decision to, to rest it, um, to be okay for obviously this stage of the tournament. Um, but it's, yeah, it's in a good way. I'm training fully and, and ready to go and, and hopefully whether it's from a starting position or from the bench, I'll be able to play and have a big impact in this next match. Thank you. Next question. Um, Joe Lynch for ESPN. Question for Coach Graham Arnold. Hi, Arnie. Nice to do this in person rather than over Zoom. But yes. Uh, following up from Craig, could you give us an update on the other members of your squad, their health and fitness, in particular Mitch Duke? How's he recovering? Yeah, he's uh, training fully today as well. Um, <clears throat> he, it was a slight strain in his hamstring. Probably, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, he will train fully today. And as I said, he's available for selection which is the main thing, and uh, but we've got a few players in that position to think about and just making sure that uh, he's ready to go. We don't want him to go on the pitch and something happen again. So <clears throat> just making sure that that's all right. But as I said, he's, he's back training today. Everyone else is 100% fit. Thank you. Uh, I think, hello, Kavi. I have a question to Arnold and to Greg. Um, Indonesia need a miracle to qualify. So are you more cautious from the Indonesia can make a, a surprise? Yeah, look, I think uh, Indonesia have, uh, again, you know, showing what the competition's about and the strength of the competition. And uh, <clears throat> we, we, uh, every time we go on the pitch and every time we prepare and every time I prepare for a game, it's... Uh, you know, we always prepare for a tough game and uh, we expect that tomorrow and we have to be at our best. It's, you know, you can't have any type of uh, slip up in the mentality side of it. You've got to be prepared to play the best game of your life and go out there and get the job done and that's uh, what I expect tomorrow. Uh, my question to uh, Greg. Uh, you said before the Asian Cup you have an aspiration to win the trophy. Now the pathway for Australia is more clear. So what do you think? Yeah, look, I think we can't get too ahead of ourselves. Obviously, that's our ambition um, as we set out at the start of the tournament. But we have to, it's cliche, but have to take the approaches one game at a time. And as we've seen from this tournament um, with all of the games um, against, I guess, what you would say is some of the big teams, they've struggled against some of the teams that 
you would expect to, to not do so well. So for us, it's, uh, I guess, a game that we have to go into Indonesia and, and know that it is going to be a tough match and that we have to be on top of our game. But we'll prepare for this one the same way that we would prepare for, for a game against any nation. Thank you. Next question. Peter Stebbings from the news agency AFP. As a question for you, Craig, um, I'm just, just wondering, when you were here at the World Cup, especially going into the, the, the last 16, you were sort of clear underdogs against Argentina. Now you're playing here as, and the shoe's on the other foot. You're kind of clearly favourites to beat Indonesia. How do you switch up that, that mentality? Thank you. Well, I think, yeah, obviously it's a different scenario, but we have a group now that's um, got a great mentality and a great work ethic, and we've spoken about this, and we know it's, it's shifting that and having that ruthlessness. Um, you know, I think it's when you're in this position and you are deemed as a favourite, it's, it's harder. Everyone wants to come for you. Everyone lifts their game to, to meet your uh, standards, and I think we've shown over the last 18 months that we are one of the best teams in Asia. But it's up to us to have that desire and that ruthlessness to prove it. And, you know, like I said, we can't take these games against um, any opposition and especially this one against Indonesia because they have good players. They have good quality and they've shown against the other teams that they can score goals and break them down. So we've got to be at our best. Scott McKinnon, Network 10 Australia. Graham Arnold, um, you said right off the top you needed to be better in certain areas of the game where are you looking to improve tomorrow afternoon what have you really identified as where you can can get on top of Indonesia yes Scotty in every aspect you know I think that uh, every player individually can do better and even you know everyone can do better so it's it's more about the individual as well that uh, you know they do better the team does better and, uh, you know, sometimes uh, technically uh, turning ball over or, you know, the, the, the final third uh, pass, you know, we can do much better. We've been working very hard on that for the last <clears throat> three weeks and, you know, and I feel that we are getting better at it and we are improving. But, you know, the, it's, it's got to be the mentality is the most, cru uh, most important thing, the mindset, and, and that is the Aussie DNA, the Aussie way, and that's we fight till we drop. That's important. And off the back of that last question, for you too as, as coach, like you, you were underdogs going into most games in the World Cup. Now you're the, the, the big dogs, especially for this game tomorrow. How does that change your approach as, as head coach and getting that message across to your players? Yeah, it doesn't change my approach at all. It's uh, the most important thing for me is winning. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, you, when you play for your nation and you, you, you're representing your country, it doesn't matter who you play against. It's about your own performance and, and doing the nation proud. Uh, Graham Davis from Air News Media. Co uh, question for you, Graham. Uh, you've had the, you looked at the statistics. You've seen how well Australia are doing in terms of getting touches in the half, at the opponent's half, and also in the opponent's box. I think it's identified your number one in the competition. Uh, but you've only hit the target once in open play in the last two games. So 15 of the players in the squad have never scored a goal at international level, the outfield players, and only four have scored more than two. So there's not a lot of goal scorers at this level within your squad. How much of that do you think has been a problem? Now, that's probably down to the fact that uh, 
we have to change. We, you know, we move on with players. You know, as I said to you the other day, we've only got uh, 12 players here that were at the World Cup. Some players retired, some are injured, some, uh, you know, have moved on. And uh, you've got to regenerate the squad all the time. If you don't regenerate the squad, well, then nothing will change. And, uh, you know, Geordie Boss, the, he, the other day against Uzbekistan, Geordie Boss, it was about his fourth or fifth game up front. Uh, uh, Yengi, it was his, I think, his second appearance up front. So he had two inexperienced players up front and... That's what it's all about. You know, you can't just sit still and think that, uh, <clears throat> you know, the players are, are always going to be there. You've got to move on. And as I said, regenerating the squad is, is also important and, and bringing those kids in to give them an opportunity is uh, crucial. Um, sorry for the gentleman here first. Uh, Coach, uh, the Australian team has uh, got the champion in 2015. Do you think this time the team can go to final again? And then which team in the one of 16 you consider as some favourite teams to go to the final? Is, does it include uh, Australia? Thank you. For the coach? Yes. Yeah, look, uh, we, we're just looking one game at a time. And uh, that's all we ever do is... There's no use looking too far in advance because uh, that might not happen. So it's more about just focusing on what we can achieve and what we can do, and that is <clears throat> tomorrow at 2.30 we play Indonesia and, uh, you know, we go out there and focus on that game and, and get everything right and believe in ourselves and, and win that game. Do we have a question for a player? I'll let you ask first, yeah. I just want to quickly ask one to, to Arnie, if I can. Um, I'm not sure I see this as a David and Goliath battle so much as um, everybody else seems. Do Indonesia are a very strong team and been very, very impressive, uh, certainly in Southeast Asia. A new look team as well. A lot of the Euro guys that have come in, uh, Jana, Clock, Baggett, these guys have added a new dimension to the team. I think Marcelino is one of the, the most creative kind of number 10s in the, in the competition as well. So just generally, how do you see the threats with them? And, and I asked the same question to Shin Taeyong. Given that I think Indonesia is Australia's second closest neighbour, and certainly we are part of the ASEAN region, would you like to see Australia participate in the Mitsubishi Cup, the AFF tournament that goes forward uh, as well into the future and maybe build those rivalries within our own home region? Yeah, look, it's a very good question. I think, uh, again, you'll see tomorrow that uh, it's, uh, there's a lot of new faces in the Indonesian team and uh, a lot of them foreigners, that, uh, some Spaniards that play for, <coughs> play for them. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, uh, you know, that's how the, the, the Asia is growing and um, the Asian tournament's getting harder and harder. And uh, Indonesia, as you said, it's not a David... The Goliath battle. It's two uh, teams that will go out there and and give it their best, and they've shown in these in this competition so far against Japan and uh, against Iraq how strong they are, and obviously their win against Vietnam. So, you know, we've uh, watched obviously watched all the games. We've done all our research, and uh, you know we're planning ourselves to win the game. Yeah, look, I think that'd be great. You know, even if it's uh, <clears throat> maybe not for the main the t the players playing in Europe, you know, but also a, a, a tournament that can create depth and, you know, for the younger players that are in Australia. Next question. Uh, hello, this is 
Hello. Okay. So, Coach, uh, this is Ahmad Haji from Rudamidia Network. I want to ask you, uh, I've been around in this tournament since the first day, and I'm not seeing a lot of uh, Australian fans uh, in, in, the, in the tournament. Uh, how, how much impact this will affect your players and your team, especially as the matches are getting harder and harder in each stage? Thank you. Yeah, look, <clears throat> we, uh, we're used to playing away from home, and, uh, you know, the fact that, uh, okay, there's not probably more than 100 fan, Australian fans here doesn't really um, have any impact on us. You know, we played against Argentina in uh, Beijing and there was, I think, one Australian fan or two, you know, but uh, that's, that's just the way it is. You know, we've got a, a job to do here. All I do know is, is that uh, there's a lot of fans back at home watching on TV and supporting us and uh, are right behind us and are very proud of what we're, <coughs> we're doing. But... You know, we can't uh, manage, you know, how many fans come over or not. Um, Arnie, maybe following up on something that you told having one eye on the Asian Cup but also needing one eye on the World Cup. I guess now, with the benefit of having played the group stage and the benefit of hindsight, how do you think you've struck that balance of having eyes pointing in different directions with your squad selection for this tournament? Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> where we are today, um, I'm very happy with the group of players and very proud of what they've achieved and done. But as I said to the boys uh, yesterday... That's all data now. That's all history. It's all about, you know, tomorrow. It's all about moving forward and, uh, and doing not only ourselves and the nation proud, but our families proud and uh, making sure that we get the job done. And, uh, but, you know, as I said, it's international football is not just about... <clears throat> you can't sign players and sign 26 players and have them for a full year under contract Things can change so quickly, and as I said, this and the mentality that I've, try, that I've driven with the boys is this could be the last. It could be a last hurrah for everyone, if you know what I mean. You know, players-wise, there's no guarantees with national team football uh, for anybody, and I think that has been shown by, obviously, as I said, you know, out of 26 players that come to the World Cup last year, there's only 12 here, and. Those things, it just moves on very quickly. And so you treat every game as it is your last game. That's the most important thing. Can we have a question for player, please? Yeah, Craig, uh, the, now we're in the knockout stages. We could get to penalty shootouts in theory. You were involved in the one against Peru, came off the bench right at the end and, and put the ball in the back of the net. Not an easy thing to do. What, what advice are you going to be giving to players who are either in that position or have never scored an international goal and they're now expected to turn up in front, front of a passionate crowd and try and put the ball in the back of the net? Yeah, look, I think um, as it comes to knockout football, we'll be very prepared and, and we've been practising already this week with, with penalties to prepare for every scenario. Um, I hope that it doesn't come to that point, but, you know, my advice... To, to any player that's stepping up um, will be to, to go up there with confidence. You know, I think we have a great group and we have a lot of young players that have a lot of confidence and who do take penalties at their club as well. So, you know, it's not, um, 
penalties aren't for everyone, and they're definitely a nervous, um, a nervous thing to do, and especially in a big game. But it's about having that thought process that you're going to be the one to, to score the goal to put the nation through rather than thinking that you're going to miss. So, you know, I think we'll be very prepared and we've been practicing them this week. So I think we'll be okay. Last question, which will be for the player. Yeah, Craig, um, obviously set, well, set pieces or creating chances has been a real strength of your game. There's been so much focus on struggling to um, score goals or create chances. How can you to, to take on that responsibility again with, with that left foot you've got? Yeah, like I think it's something um, that is my job to, to bring to the team. Obviously being an attacking player, but of course over the last, in, in my opinion, over the last um, probably two years um, at club football and at international level as well, that's what I've seen my, my role as, as being that real creator, whether it's from open play or from set pieces. And I think I've done that um, in, in large majority of the games that I've played and, and been a real outlet. So, you know, that's my thought process. Um, obviously, it's been um, a little bit annoying to pick up the knock that I got and it's been about managing that to, to put myself back in, in contention for the team. But I know that whenever I'm on the pitch um, that I'll be there and I'll be able to, to create for the team at any moment. So, you know, I think we've got a, we've got a good group and I think that is the final step um, obviously, like the boss said, there is more to work on from other aspects, but I think if, if we can really nail down that ruthlessness in, in and around the final third, um, then that'll take our game to the next level.